0: How many beverages is too many beverages? Asking for a friend. Mm-hmm. Five. Oh, More good. than five. Five. You can have five. Eat. Not more
1: than five. I don't have five. I only have three. But I'm not. I'm not a good person to ask about this. <laughs> question. You're. You're always a beverage grublin' too. <laughs> yeah, I have. I only have two.
0: I only have two. That's fine. Wa- water doesn't really count, does it? I mean, come on, guys. Everybody should be drinking more water. We know it.
1: Everybody drink your water.
0: If my head randomly explodes or implodes on itself at some point while we're talking, just keep going without me. Okay. It'll probably grow back. (laughs) Is it one of those like go on without me? I'm just,
1: yeah. I'm I'm not going to make it. Go on without me.
0: Also, it'll be like a creepy little baby head will grow back.
1: (laughs) Welcome to the Act Break. Take a break from your creative endeavors and hang out with us. Have a little simulated human interaction. Because internet friends totally count. Uh, it's just a lot going on. There's a lot to
0: do. Yeah. Uh,
1: Life gets busy. I mean, at least in a lot of ways, it's summertime busy, which means enjoyable things, outdoors, adventures.
0: The sunshine can make a huge difference. It's it's life-giving but also at the same time
1: very draining (laughs) yeah yeah if you um yeah you got to get that vitamin d but if you spend too much time in it it'll definitely zap you yeah i'm i'm like an old-timey
0: turn-of-the-century woman where i like faint where i'm like i've I've taken in too much sun
1: do you need a fainting Ah!" couch
0: and then like i like feel like i'm gonna Just melt and die or pass out. I am also old timey. Like uh, I like want to be covered from head to toe even though I'm (laughs) in the sun. I'm like, no, no, no. You got to
1: avoid the skin cancer.
0: The sun can't touch my skin or I'll die.
1: Uh, So I have like a big hat, a big brimmed hat. Like a Victorian maiden or a vampire. Yes. I'm opposite. I'm like have to remind myself that I need to cover my pale flesh. Or I will get cancer.
0: Usually, you know, when it starts to sizzle and you're like, is that bacon? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's my shoulders baking in the sun. I don't smell so nice, but
1: yep. Man flesh. (laughs) (laughs) You're weird. I know. Welcome back to the Act Break podcast, folks. I am Carly or Casey Ash, and I am a speculative fiction and grimdark writer. And I am Jamie Redact. I am a
0: science fiction adult adventure fantasy writer. I don't know what I'm I'm I don't know what order I said that in. I don't really it was know. Even the right I never order. remember
1: what order I say things in. And then I'm like, did I forget to say fantasy? Did I? And then I'm like, it well, I also write day. other things too. And so I'm like, speculative fiction covers that. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah it does. It yeah. depends, on, it depends the on the day. depends on the day. Maybe I'm a sci-fi writer. Maybe
0: I'm a fantasy writer. You don't know.
1: What day of the week is it? I don't know. <laughs> we, we, uh, we wear many hats, friends and that remains to be seen whether or not that works out in our favor or if we're just simply driving ourselves crazy slowly but surely well, i don't feel like i'm the problem
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm not driving myself crazy i'm perfectly
1: sane <laughs> she says as she stares madly off into the voice it's, every- it's everybody else Um, Today, we decided to talk about new projects, starting new projects, starting new things, Um, and all of the mixed (laughs) feelings and challenges and excitement that comes with that. Because each of us are at least attempting to start new things right now. And we thought we would just chat about
0: it a bit. I stopped to think about it and I'm like, it's kind of funny. It's sort of a continuation of an episode we just did with Greta Mm -hmm. about the uh, inception of ideas. Cause it's like, it's like the next step. Yeah, exactly. It kind of feels like the next step. So that's nice. And, um, so yeah, so we're not focusing on the idea inception. Go back and listen to the episode with Greta, which I think was like two episodes ago, um, and listen to that first if you need to.
1: <laughs> yeah. This is the, okay, we have our idea and now we're actually starting, <laughs> Are we? which is the hardest part, <laughs> at least for me. With everything, really, like that's always a really big deal for me. Once I can get started, usually I'm okay, but the getting started part is it's not just a single act. And I think that that's what always gets me is I'm like, oh, well, if I sit down one day, like that's me getting started. And I sat down, yay me, I started the project. But then the next day I have to start again. And I feel like it's a, it's an onboarding phase, the the starting of a new project. It's not a one-time thing. <laughs>
0: so you're primarily thinking of starting as starting drafting?
1: Uh, no, not necessarily. Just like... I don't know. I mean, I guess I could be talking about the drafting. I could be talking about the laying out plot points or outlining or whatever phase it is for you. But the the part where it's not just like dreaming and the fun stuff, it's more of like the building out your plan and making sure that you're actually doing the the work, the the hard work. Cause like the dreaming and the planning and the Pinterest thing is not the doing of the thing. That's the dreaming of the doing of the thing. Yeah. <laughs> so for you it kind of feels like
0: uh it's like the inception and like kind of vague ideas and vibes. Vibe soup, vibe and soup then, for sure. All about and that. And then the work actually starts when you have to start building the structure that goes around all that.
1: Yeah. Whether that means I just start writing it or I actually try to write out plot points on index cards or whatever. I, I do slightly different things each time I start something else. Um, Each time I start a new project, I guess I'm trying to say. And so, but yeah, it's the actual doing the work rather than just the dreaming about it. Yeah. And I don't feel like I've started started
0: until I... Start drafting, mm. and maybe it's because I enjoy the outlining portion so much that I don't feel like it's. I still feel that's like pre-project, pre-project. It's 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 po- uh, pre-production.
1: <laughs> there and then you go. Writing the draft, okay. is production, and editing is post-production. That's fair. I like that, um, especially for you. Like you said, you like the drafting and and figuring out your structure and stuff like that. And for me, I feel like that's that's the work that starts the work because i don't like that part. I just so want work. I just want yeah. to I just want to dream and vibe soup. I want to jam to music in my headphones and scroll through Pinterest and find the perfect aesthetic and vibe and get into the mood, which you can also do while you're drafting. It's just that that can be a distraction yeah so. it's like if is it actually
0: development or is it procrastination right right <laughs> there's a line and at some point we all cross it <laughs> true story yeah I would definitely consider like the outlining is, is like so much fun I don't really think of it as like starting the project doing the thing it's definitely like, I'm going to write this now and then the past it's always been like uh, an event like NaNoWriMo mm-hmm. so I get like really hyper focused on it which I kind of like and that's why I think I've been having a problem getting my new project started because I'm not hyper focused on like it is drafting time we're starting drafting time it. yeah yeah I'm like I want to start that but I'm like I'm just sh- too busy I just got to push it off a little bit further yeah because I don't do good if like It's like having a false start. Yeah, it's like if I can't start and go, or if it's like, oh, I started and I did it like this day, and then three days later I did a little more, and next Mm -hmm. week I did a little more. I'm like, that's you don't like working in fits
1: and starts. You like to be able to sit down and have like a daily regimen, even if you take a day off or whatever. Like you, you have to be working on it consistently. Yeah, I
0: always try and make sure that like when I'm about to start a project, I have the the scheduled, the time, and the energy to make that like a, a
1: priority. The way – I know what you're saying by saying scheduled, the time, and energy, but it sounds like you schedule your energy, and I really wish that we could do that. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, I feel like I do schedule my energy. That's
0: fantastic. That's why I'm like, well – Okay, how long is this gonna be? Or how long? What day is that happening? And
1: I, what else is going? on? You gotta on? allocate. Yeah, you yeah, gotta, yeah. You have to allocate the amount of mental uh, energy that you have going into things for sure. I have a finite amount
0: of fortitude. <laughs> uh, yeah, and when that runs out, so you have to be prepared
1: to budget. <laughs> Absolutely. I over budgeted. Well, I went over my budget already on my fortitude this week. (laughs) But my week is not finished. And I still have things to do. So here we are. Uh, I just am trying to go to bed earlier. But then I still I overslept and I missed a writing schedule. And now I'm behind even further in my words. So Yay. Nice. <laughs> Woo. I get to make that up somewhere else. <laughs> but I agree yeah. with you that I don't do well if I'm working on something in fit, fits and starts. Like I have to be able to pour myself into a project and my headspace is taken up with that project to the point where I'm, you know, I go for a walk and I'm thinking about the project and I take a shower and I'm thinking about the project and like my brain can't really turn it off and that way I can get it all out on the page uh, without losing focus or squirreling off on some other project. I was going to ask you, when do you know that you're ready to start? (laughs) (laughs) Can you repeat the question? Oh. oh my god I love okay this so, so when much. when does it <laughs> when do you know <laughs> feel like you're, you're ready, ready to, to start?
0: start uh my first few books I would do like that whole fun to me outlining phase and it was like there have been times where it's like it's outlined the outline is done two days later I start it's usually NaNoWriMo mm-hmm. and then it's like so it's a nice like lead in So your head's already in the right space. You're already spending time in the world because you just like built it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like just. And it kind of just like has been like a couple of days. And that worked out really well. But the last two years, what's happened is uh, I get like an idea and then I get excited about it. So then I have to know what happens to find out if it's like a fully fledged idea and then I outline it, but I don't have the time to start drafting it. So I've set it aside. I have at least one story like that, which I'm trying. But since it's been a while because I had to wait, it's kind of hard to be like, oh, this needs to be drafted right now.
1: Yeah. So what are you going to do? Are you going to try to go back over your outline? Are you going to try to re-outline? Like, what are you going to do to get yourself, when you are ready to start it again, how are you going to... Get your brain in that space again okay so I drafted an outline just an outline of a story
0: and then I couldn't work on it so I let it sit for like I don't even know how long like three months or something and then I tried to start drafting it and I didn't feel right so I stopped it was probably like Three days, you guys. I did not get far. I was just like, "This isn't right," and I am very much like, if I feel like it's not right, I'm not gonna keep wasting my energy. I gotta, I gotta ration. You my have energy. really
1: intense, like, um, you have really good intuition with your own projects. I've noticed that you can, you know, your self doubt isn't like, "Oh, it's bad," and you're being over dramatic. Like literally, you're like, "No, something's not right. I need to fix something before I can move forward." I've noticed that. Yeah, because I can tell, like,
0: if it doesn't feel right, I knew what would happen is if I kept writing, I'd get further and further away from my plumb line of like, this is what your story is about. Mm -hmm. But if something's off, it's going to throw off. I don't know. It's a very vibey thing, but I'm like, it's (laughs) just going to throw everything off. I just stopped. And then I waited another month and then something came to me and I had like a breakthrough. And then I re-outlined the story, fundamentally changing it.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I remember that conversation. I would have wasted so much time if I yeah. had kept going. Absolutely. That you were totally right. You you always are. Whenever you're like <laughs> something's not right with one of my stories, I'm like, really? Because it seems fine to me. And then later when you fix it, I'm like, oh no, no, you were right. Definitely this is way better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That makes me feel so so good. So now it's been probably another month. <laughs> yeah. Or two yeah. since I re outlined it and I'm getting ready to try and start it again. So I guess I'm going to go back, read my new outline. I have a playlist. I have a Pinterest board. Just because I like the outlining stuff doesn't mean I don't get down with the vibey stuff. <laughs> and I'm hoping those elements can kind of help get me in the mood. Oh yeah. Cause cause you're uh you're it's like a travel
1: story. Yeah. Yes. I didn't know how much you wanted to say about it. <laughs> I'll
0: say that much. And so I don't actually know how like it's that. Hopefully it's going to work. I mean, it's got to work. <laughs> <laughs> Please let it work. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because as far as like anytime you start a new story, the first word that comes into my mind or one of is intimidation, mm. because I personally will be like, is this idea as good as my last idea Mm. I've always had that like that whole you're
1: only as good as your latest project thing
0: yes yeah (laughs) and I'm only supposed to be getting better I think I've used the quote before what you're working on should always be the best thing you've ever written which it can't always be. that That's impossible. But you should come at it with the intention for yeah, it Yeah, with a
1: goal. You should throw all of yourself into every project. I think that that has a lot to do with it. Like give yourself fully and intentionally and with that intensity and creativity like this is the best thing you've ever written or whatever. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah but I'm hopeful because I would really like to have a, man- a new manuscript that I've produced in by the end of the
1: year um do you have a plan to start it in the fall or do you even know at this point I don't 100% know so I might start as early
0: as next week or probably as late as the beginning of August I have to have started or start on August 1st okay um now I've said That's it. That's fair. I know you so. said it.
1: It's out there. I mean, you can't always cut it in post, but I'm gonna make sure I bring it up so many times for the rest of the podcast so you can She just randomly <laughs>
0: inserts August first into the middle of a sentence. Exactly. Every then, sentence.
1: Yep. And then you won't be able to cut it and then you'll have to do it. I'm pretty good at cutting things out. <laughs> you actually you are very good at cutting things out, but Nobody's uh, the wiser.
0: <laughs> no. Um, so that's my plan and I know that you've recently do you consider what you're doing right now, starting a new project, if part of it has to do with redrafting?
1: Yeah, I do because I am turning a rough draft of a novel into a novella. So, I mean, Jamie already knows, but uh, for the listeners that don't know, may or may not know at this point, because I am talking about it a lot on Instagram, so some people might know. Um, the. The novel is um, was was pretty rough. Uh, I definitely would call that a zero draft. I pumped it out during Nano 2020, and then hid it away for <laughs> a few years, and then Jamie finally convinced me that it was time to share something anything (laughs) with her since I had read a few of her projects and I the the critique partnership needed to be a little bit more even on the on the sharing field so I was like fine and I shared it with her and she went through and gave me a developmental edit on it which I'm sure was challenging in and of itself because as a zero draft it wasn't really complete like there were yeah. definitely there were some storylines <laughs> that were left
0: out which you knew like you intentionally yeah and you I knew
1: about and, and I told and her you, in so, advance yeah. and she still agreed to do it I didn't blindside her with it she knew it was gonna be a hot mess when she walked in and she still tackled it bless you <laughs> um And she went through and gave me, like, a full developmental critique, which was, I mean, which you've done for me before, but having it written down in the way Mm -hmm. that you did because of, like, what you're doing now professionally um, was really helpful for me to, like, see it in writing, and I've actually referenced it a couple of times since starting it back up again. But anyways, now that I'm turning it into, to answer your question, I'm turning it into a novella, and so... While it is technically the same story, uh, having, you know, a novel length versus a novella length, I'm trying to cut as many extraneous details as possible and really trying to make sure the essence of the main story is um, reduced down to its most potent and concentrated form, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Like, you know, when you're in the kitchen and you're making a reduction and you're trying to make your sauce as flavorful as possible – that's what I'm trying to do right now. So it does feel in some ways like a n- totally new project. I already know the story, but I'm having to approach it differently than I would a novel. I have to be really focused on making sure that I am not just rewriting another 58,000 words just because I don't want to commit to writing emotionally impactful scenes that might be challenging for me to write. Not that that's a specific example of something that I have done in the past or anything like that. No, no, no. No, I would never.
0: It's kind of like a an added challenge, the idea of taking it from novel to novella, because there were two storylines that, you know, needed to be built up but you actually still have to go down in words. So it's it's interesting because it's like uh, you really have to evaluate what each plot line is doing for each whatever and then pick and choose and which baby is your favorite.
1: (laughs) Well, (laughs) I actually think if I do it right, I won't have to sacrifice as much as I think. That I – or as much as I originally thought I would have to in order to to turn it into a novella because each piece should support each other. I just have to find a way to do it in as few words as possible. Yeah. um, Which is a very interesting challenge, but I think because I've been trying to write so much more flash fiction and trying to really, like, put as much as I can in as few words as possible – that is really making me look at my writing differently. Whereas before I'd just be like, oh, it doesn't matter. Just get words on the page. Mm -hmm. Now I'm like, okay, yeah, get words on the page. But like, how can I make as much happen in this specific scene as possible? Like, I mean, not in this, throw everything in the kitchen sink in, but like literally try to make sure that each moment is impactful. Like, don't just throw in silly sentences just because you're trying to hit a nano word count type thing, if that makes sense. Yeah, you wanted
0: quality over quantity.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. My brain reversed those and I was like, no, rever- no, never mind.
0: Uno reverso. <laughs> I mean, in reference to starting new projects, it doesn't necessarily have to be a writing project. Artistic endeavors and then also professional endeavors can also be um, where you kind of have to I gotta warm up I gotta be in the right headspace I gotta -hmm. gotta work my way up to
1: yeah I think we as a culture see so many things completed Mm. and we that whole like overnight success thing and I think that that's becoming A more common conversation to debunk that idea. However, I think we still forget that that applies to us too. Mm -hmm. That like all these people that we think of as an overnight success aren't really an overnight success. They did all this work behind the scenes, but it was literally behind the scenes because they, you know, weren't a New York Times bestselling author until last week or whatever. You know, like it takes onboarding. It takes time. It takes effort to build yourself into this project and that's a very normal thing we don't just show up and suddenly we're doing this thing perfectly so if you
0: listen to this podcast at all you know that's exactly right
1: we are not yeah we're
0: not doing it perfectly no I mean I am but <laughs>
1: <laughs> what else is that? Uh, I literally <laughs>
0: forgot the middle of my sentence like less than five minutes ago. I think <laughs> it's proof positive it's not going. Yeah,
1: uh, definitely a work in progress over here. Um, I wanted to talk about the fact that sometimes it feels like starting is the hardest part. I mean, finishing is also a thing. But since we're starting about starting, we'll talk about finishing another time. <laughs> Well, it's funny you say that, too, because
0: I started thinking about it when, like, when I mentioned, oh, this is, like, a continuation of what we talked about with Greta, and I'm like, well, starting the project, I think, is the easiest part, <laughs> and in, I feel like the numbers are on my side, too, because that's why so many people start. It's because mm. it's fun and exciting, mm-hmm. but far yeah, but fewer finish. Finish, true, true. I think that the it's hard to get started especially for a writer it, when you're new it's not and then the more time that goes on and the more you write the more it becomes a problem because like it, it's not the always the shiny new endeavor feeling even though mm-hmm. it is a new idea it's not like the 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 youth and naivete and excitement <laughs> of a new, of a new writer. I don't know. You know I feel like in started. some
1: ways, new writers have it tough too, because the where to even begin sort mm. of a thing, you know, because they don't know how to write a novel and there's so many, pres- there's so much prescriptive advice out there. Do this, not that, never do this and always do that. And, um, especially if you don't have a good community of people that you follow that don't give prescriptive advice, they, you know, they there's definitely that um, overwhelm of where to even begin. But yes, I do think a lot of times as new writers, the, our excitement carries us past that. Yeah. <laughs> and it like, it definitely uh, is hard to, to begin something new for me because, of the um, like what you were saying earlier I want the next thing I write to be the best thing that I've written but like if I stop myself writing it because I'm so worried about being the best thing that I've ever written then I'm never going to write anything and nothing will ever be the best thing that I've ever written because I don't write anymore which is totally the trap I fell into last year Mm. so it's It happens. Definitely happens. (laughs) Um, But this year, I'm excited. I was just talking to um, AP and Izzy earlier um, about this, that I actually feel creative again this year in a way that I haven't in probably pre-pandemic. So, like, it feels really good, but, like, it's taken a lot of time to get yeah to get back, back into this headspace uh yeah. it's it ebbs and flows <laughs> yeah because it's uh, it's
0: we've all gone through a lot <laughs> we- so it's like it takes a while to
1: recalibrate yes re- re- recalibrate, re- recalibrate rekindle the passion um rekindle that excitement um because i think as we get further in this, we get jaded. Yeah. And frustrated because, you know, when you're new, you're like, well, you know, if not them, then why not me? And, you yeah, know, that's,
0: that's definitely what I was like thinking of. And I'm like, you know, the longer you go on, the the harder the starting gets, because you're like, oh, like me, I'm like, oh, I want to have another manuscript by the end of the year. That way, I can have six unpublished manuscripts that nobody
1: <laughs> yeah, wants, it, or whatever. It's you know. so easy to fall uh, into that line of thinking, like yeah. not just like, "Wow, I have six manuscripts," which is a really big deal. Congratulations, Jamie, for having five finished manuscripts. That's enormous. That's that's more than a lot of people have. So, that's true. I think but it's it, so it's easy that trap to slip. Of being it. Like mm-hmm.
0: all these other people have, like, who cares if I have five? If nobody publishes mm. them right um where it's like other people are like
1: my first debut novel this is the first book i ever it, wrote re- it took me six months and, it, and six months ago i didn't even know i wanted to be a writer i'm like god damn it. i hope you drown um. <laughs> <laughs> congratulations I guess fine Um, no I mean seriously I'm so happy for anybody who actually does get through the slog they they have their own behind the scenes the The absolute absolute slog and madness that is the gatekeeping of traditional publishing if you made it through congratulations like wow Uh, we are very excited for you we're just salty on the other side um But yeah, it is. It's so easy to to slip into that feeling of, well, I'm never going to get published, or um, why even bother? Which is why I, what's this all been about? (laughs) Yes, I'm so glad you you worked that that into this conversation. We say that a lot, um, Uh, to the point where you know, like I, you know, I've never even submitted anything before because you guys complain about submissions so much. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, that sounds terrible. Why would I even try that? But I'm self rejecting before I even get out there. So yeah. I I'm 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 fixing to fix that this summer. Ooh. So, you know, maybe not by August first, but maybe by August thirtieth. Thirty first. I don't know how many days are in August this year. Or is it every year that there's 31 no days? Idea. How does that work? Get your, August no- get is your just knuckles a trash month. It's too hot. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, what were we talking about? Starting projects. Start starting new. new starting fresh. Um, yeah, I think sometimes it's difficult to know when to start, when's the perfect time to start. Um, Usually there's no perfect time. To start. And I think that that's kind of what I wanted to say. I know for me, I get into the trap of well, there is obviously like a better time to start than others. And I mean, sure, but if we could predict <laughs> when the perfect time to start would be or the best, the optimal time to start, then more of us would be successful than are in life. <laughs> like, let's be honest. <laughs> but it's just, it's impossible. And all you can do is the best you can do at the time. And I am starting to learn that and... I was hoping to start this draft, this redraft, way earlier in the year, but it wasn't time, and now I feel like it's time, and I don't know how that I know, except that I sat down and I pumped words out on the page, and I was like, yeah, I can do this.
0: It's time, because the time is now.
1: I don't remember uh,
0: what the quote is exactly, but it talks about how it's like, when's the best time to start and the
1: answer is yesterday, but now we'll do. The next, yeah. Uh, there's a thing, I always I always see it about uh, when was the best time to plant a tree? 10 years ago, the next best time is today. Yeah. You know, things like that, that it's like Maybe obvious, that's where I heard it. I was like, it's something like that. There's multiple variations of it. But always, always we could look back and go, oh, I wish I would have started. I wish I would have already started. I wish I would have done this. Well... I mean, yeah, but like 10 years from now, you could look back at this exact moment and say the same thing or you'd be like, I'm really glad that I stopped saying I wish I would have started and just started. Right. Uh, Uh, Yeah. So I'll... I'll
0: I'll keep it brief, but there is an episode of Community where the whole time Abed is trying to flash back to keep them out of the situation they're in, Mm -hmm. but it can't work. And then eventually a character says, no, Abed, you're flashing back from the future and you now can solve the problem. And that's kind of what the concept is, where it's just like, you wish you would have started before, Mm -hmm. but 10 years from now,
1: you'll wish you had started now. Yes, (laughs) exactly. 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 Uh, and yeah. I always love a community reference. So please. And con- thank God, continue. thank God
0: we almost started 10 years ago. We could be 10 years behind where we are. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And it's almost sure, 10 years. We're we, getting close to 10 years. Yeah, we are. And part of that is definitely like oh god uh but then (laughs) (laughs) because you know we don't have anything published yet and we're not as far along as we were hoping that we would be but some of that is you know we were uninformed about you know expectations reality yeah um and how things actually work and then also the industry changed the world changed we changed but we are better writers than we were when we started. Exactly. And we continue to be because we sit down and we keep trying to come back to it because we keep trying to make progress. Like we're not stagnant. We don't stay stationary. And I mean, we could get stagnant with our writing if we stop because we're upset that you know, we have however many unpublished manuscripts or... This is egregious. We keep no, moving just forward just in the hopes yeah. that the next thing is the thing that we do end up publishing. Yeah, and it's just one of those things that
0: makes you go like, you know, you have to think, well, why do I do this? Mm-hmm. Why do I do Do I do, I do it
1: because I want to be a New York Times bestselling author? Well, yeah. But also, I do this because I like storytelling. Yeah, exactly. It you is do it because a, you're like, yeah, this it is makes a good me time. happy. I'm compelled to do it. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm walking through the forest and I imagine a whole story. Like, that's how my brain works. And so I might as well write it down and hopefully other people can read it. And if not, then I have to be happy doing it. Otherwise, you know, what has this all been about? What has this all been about? I am interested to hear if you have a recommendation for this week. I do. I'm really excited. I've been reading a lot of novellas lately in just because like I think I already mentioned in the podcast, I've been reading a lot of long novels lately where I'm like, why is this a whole novel? It could have been a novella. But then I've been very satisfied with my novella reading. Um, But I just finished last week, I think, The Scourge Between Stars by Ness Brown. It is a sci-fi uh, horror, I, I don't know, like it's it's kind of like Alien meets, I think its pitch is like the Alien meets Expanse or mm. Alien meets The Expanse. Wow. You know, one of those things. There's I like science fiction. Space. space. That's all we know. <laughs> um, it's really good. It's really well written. It's short. Uh, it, I enjoyed it very much cool i'm gonna look into that one too yeah well i mean you could just take it off my shelf Oh, i will (laughs) i know you will nice uh what about you if you like
0: martial arts kung fu foreign film stuff (laughs) uh i believe it was on the streaming service prime or HBO, I can't remember. It's called The Swordsman. Oh, I've and heard of it. So that. it's from 2020. Um, but it's set like in the, in
1: the I don't future. Know, time period No, in the past. In it's, the past. Okay. Oh, cool. Now
0: I would like to say all of that again, but sound
1: smarter. That. Okay, ready? We cut no, all not. of that. It doesn't exist. Ready? Go.
0: <laughs> Watch The Swordsman. It's really good. It came out in 2020. If you like Martial arts uh, samurai style movies. It was fantastic uh, choreography and really nice stable shots where you can see what's like the oh, fight that's occurring. I, I'm, still mad, I'm yeah. still mad at the born Identity. I'm still mad at the born Identity because they made that so popular that there's so many quick cuts and I understand why people do it. But, like, I really like to see, like, actually be able to tell what's going on, especially in a martial arts film, because that's kind of why you're watching.
1: Well, yeah, I think that stylistic choice, I understand why some films do it. And Mm -hmm. I will say, I'm not mad at The Born Identity because it's one of my favorite movies. I like the movie. I I don't like how everybody did that. Okay, so you're mad at everyone for copying it. Don't say you're mad at the movie. Come on, man. This is all Matt Damon's fault. <laughs> I'm sure it was his choice. I'm sure of it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like certain films and styles, like you really want to see, like the whole reason you're watching martial arts is to see the crisp, clean, like the form and how they're doing what they're doing because it's so impressive. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and also
0: watch Snake Eyes. Oh, what's that one? You know, G.I. Joe? Mm -hmm. snake eyes it's the character snake eyes from that it it just came out not too long ago and like everybody in it is super hot and that doesn't (laughs) hurt Uh, and they have really good fight scenes yeah
1: nice okay cool well now I have two movies to add to my ever-growing list of things that I say I'm gonna watch they uh It's it's easier to watch Snake Eyes because it's not
0: a hundred percent subtitles, but the swordsman oh, is a hundred percent subtitles, which I, like I know is not a subtitles. problem, but it's like you can't always like do other things with a movie like that. You gotta be paying attention.
1: True. True. But new movies I can't do other things regardless of
0: Yeah. Like if it's if I've it.
1: never seen it, I've never seen it and I'm not gonna multitask. Except when I see an re- actor I recognize them, and then I'm 100% going to look them up on IMDB and no, I will not pause the movie. And yes, I will be obnoxious and my husband will be irritated with me. The end. Me and Carly don't watch a lot of new movies together. No. <laughs> I try not to. I really do. But like my brain. Only
0: movies we've seen before. That <laughs> way I'm on. not like, oh my God. She was like, just pretend she's not there. <laughs> just just put it I'm not I I
1: don't I don't know her
0: I watched a movie with your kids I understand (laughs) well I know exactly where you guys
1: got this from (laughs) legitimately I'm trying to get better at that for that reason because my kids started doing it I'm like oh my god they got this from me oh no what have I done (laughs) nothing like noticing your flaws in your children you notice, there, you notice your qualities, too, I will say. There is some flip side to that as well. Like you get to see both. We did it. Yay. We talked about starting new stuff, and we gave recommendations. And thank you, everybody, for listening to our shenanigans here at the Act Break. If you would like to support us, you can subscribe or follow on your podcast player of choice whatever you call those. And you can uh, go over to our ko and buy us a coffee. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at the Act Break underscore podcast, except not on Twitter. It's different. It's I mean, not It's podcast. close enough it's that close we should enough. pop. <laughs> People will find – you can find us. Just look up the Act Break podcast. We're on social media. You can find me at Carly Writes things on Instagram or on my website, caseyashrider.com and you can find me on
0: all the social media at sci-fi oh my and you can contact me through my website jamieredack.com i think, think we st- did all the we things did it. do you want to say thanks for
1: listening internet
0: thank you for listening internet
1: friends <laughs> bye, bye.